Welcome to Rejoicing Heart Ministries. We hope everyone is having a great day. This is Robin Donna Litwin, here to encourage you with the Word of God. Today we have a teaching about understanding and eliminating unbelief to strengthen your faith. Our reading is from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 9, verses 28 and 29. And when he was come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could not we cast him out? And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but prayer and fasting. Today's teaching is called Remove Your Doubt. These verses were written by the Apostle Mark, explaining that the disciples of Jesus questioned Jesus about why they could not cast a demon out of a lunatic boy. Jesus responded by saying this kind comes out only by prayer and fasting. Now, with that being said, consider the story itself. Jesus came to his disciples in a great crowd of people because they were discussing that the disciples could not cast out the demon. When Jesus came, he had a conversation with the boy's father, which eventually turned into the father crying to Jesus by saying, If you can do anything, please help us. Jesus said, If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. This father of the lunatic boy immediately cried out to Jesus in Mark chapter 9 verse 24. And straightway, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. Jesus did not question this man's unbelief. He did not even mention it. He cast the devil out of the boy, which caused it to cry out and violently shake the boy's body so much that when it finally stopped shaking, it appeared that the boy was dead. Jesus lifted the boy up and he was set free and healed from that demon. Then Jesus and the disciples went into a house, where our reading says they asked Jesus why they could not cast the devil out. There are many things you can learn about faith and unbelief from these verses in the Bible. Many people have misunderstood these verses, because they have not combined the information about this boy being set free from the demon, which is written in three different Gospels. By bringing this story together between the Gospels of Matthew and Mark, you can truly understand what Jesus is teaching us about faith and unbelief. If you do not combine the Gospels to study this powerful healing by Jesus, you may not get a clear understanding about how unbelief and faith work. Many people believe that prayer and fasting is the only way to get rid of a demon, but that is absolutely a false doctrine. The only way to get rid of a demon is through the name of Jesus, because everything has to bow to the name of Jesus. The Apostle Paul wrote this in his letter to the Philippians, chapter 2, verse 10. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth. When you understand this, you know that prayer and fasting will not get rid of a demon. Prayer and fasting gets rid of the unbelief that Jesus told the disciples was the reason they could not cast out the devil. Jesus was quoted telling the disciples about their unbelief, making them unable to cast the demon out, in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 17, verse 20, which says, And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Now that you know that unbelief can cause ineffectiveness in exercising your God-given authority to do things in the name of Jesus, let's look at where this unbelief comes from. You must first understand from this verse, Jesus made it very clear, that you only need a very small amount, a mustard seed size faith, to be effective using the name of Jesus in prayer. Jesus was telling the disciples that it was not a lack of faith that hindered their ability to cast out the demon, 
but it was unbelief. Faith and unbelief work against each other. The fact that Jesus told them it wasn't their faith causing the issue means that you can have faith and unbelief at the same time working against each other. You may be in faith believing for something, but you may also be allowing unbelief to come into your thoughts that are contrary to what God's word says, and this will make your faith ineffective. Unbelief comes from three different root causes. The first and most obvious is just pure ignorance. If you do not know God's word or understand your God-given authority, you will not be able to use it. The second cause of unbelief is lack of knowledge or wrong doctrine. Wrong doctrine can be worse than ignorance because you have information, but it is completely wrong, making it useless. This form of unbelief will leave you totally powerless in exercising your authority in Jesus' name. To overcome these first two causes of unbelief, you can diminish or eliminate them through revelation knowledge in the Word of God to learn about the power you have been given in the name of Jesus. This empowers you to use your authority effectively in Jesus' name. The third cause of unbelief is natural unbelief, which is caused by your natural senses through what you see, taste, hear, smell, and feel. It is caused by what you know, see, and recognize in the natural world. This is what caused the disciples to be ineffective at casting out the demon from the lunatic boy. They saw this evil, foul, rotten demon in the boy, and it intimidated them to become ineffective at doing what they obviously have done in the past. If they had not done it in the past, they would not have questioned Jesus about their own ineffectiveness to cast out the demon. The disciples were not ignorant to understanding belief, which is faith, versus unbelief, which is doubt. Jesus told them to believe and doubt not, and they would have whatever they say. In Mark chapter 11, verse 23, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. This is so important to know and understand that I will repeat it again. Jesus said right here, if you speak something, believing what you say, and do not doubt at all, you will have what you say. This is eliminating your unbelief or doubt, to have faith, to see what Jesus spoke of here as mountains moved. There are other places that Jesus said to people to believe only, which infers that you can have unbelief along with belief. Jesus was quoted by two gospel writers saying only believe. In Mark chapter 5 verse 36, Jesus said, Be not afraid, believe only. And in Luke chapter 8 verse 50, Jesus said, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. By Jesus saying believe only, It clearly indicates that you can have unbelief or doubt. At the same time, you are exercising your faith. Now you know that you can have faith, which is belief, or unbelief, which is doubt. How do you eliminate unbelief? First, you must understand faith and where it comes from to counter unbelief with it. Faith is like a sixth sense, which when exercised properly using the Word of God, counters everything you see, hear, smell, taste, and feel. Faith is seeing everything from a spiritual realm reality. To make your faith a spiritual realm reality, you must get into the Word of God to build your faith. The Apostle Paul wrote about this in his letter to the Romans, chapter 10, verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Paul told you that your faith comes from hearing the Word of God. The reason faith comes from the Word of God is because you understand what you have 
through Jesus, making it part of you by changing your perspective from what you experience in this world into what is real in the spiritual realm. You can add prayer and fasting to the Word of God to help you eliminate unbelief and doubt from your life by bringing yourself closer to God, which enhances your ability to see spiritually, making your faith your perceived reality. When you do this, your faith becomes more real to you than what you see in the world around you. In this state of faith, no matter what you see, hear, smell, taste, or feel, the Word of God is more real to you. When you do this, you will see unbelief and or doubt diminish in your life. The reason this works for you is because you know the Word of God so well that you believe so strongly what it says that when something you prayed for does not happen immediately, you do not doubt. You still believe. This confidence in God and His Word was written by Paul in his letter to the Romans, chapter 4, verse 21. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. This verse is speaking of Abraham, the father of our faith, being fully persuaded that God was able to perform everything he promised Abraham. This is where you need to be in your faith to eliminate unbelief from your life. You need to be fully persuaded in what the Word of God says. This faith is not developed in a moment. It takes time, like building strength through working out. You develop faith through working out in the Word of God, the same way you would build muscle through working out with weights. Romans chapter 12 verse 3 says, You have been given the measure of faith, which means you have the same amount of faith Jesus has, but you need to exercise it to see it work effectively. Consider this, if you never worked out by lifting a single weight, you will not be able to lift extreme amounts of weight. If you never exercise your faith in small things, you will not be able to do it with big things. When you stop working out, you lose strength, which tells you that if you stop seeking God in His Word, exercising and building your faith, you will see your faith diminish the same way. You must continue in God's Word to keep your faith strong. In summary, remember this, that your faith and doubt are opposites, working against each other, affecting how your heavenly spiritual authority works for you, right here, right now. Jesus is the name above all names, giving you ultimate authority, so that when you pray in Jesus' name, you will see your prayers answered every time, even if you are casting out a foul demon from hell. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you for giving us the measure of faith that Jesus has. Help us build our faith through your word to see your power flowing in our lives. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Thank you for listening to Rejoicing Heart today. If this teaching has blessed you, please consider becoming a monthly partner to help us increase the ways we are proclaiming the Word of God. This is easy to do. Just visit our website at rejoicingheart.net. We thank you for your support. We leave you with more encouragement from the Apostle Paul from Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice.